Talk is the devotional podcast ministry of Bible Fellowship Church, and it's designed to give you a bit of spiritual truth to consider each day, Monday through Friday. Let's be honest. When was the last time you read through the book of Numbers? Reading the results of a census is probably not one of your top priorities. While it's true that a central feature in the book of Numbers is not just one census, but two, there's a lot more going on there than just a list of names. Today we'll take a peek into a few verses in this book, and I think we'll find that it has quite a lot to teach us, a lot more than simply a census. Let's begin with prayer. Lord, I thank you for your word and how you speak through every page. Please open our minds to hear your voice today. It's in your name I pray. Amen. I really enjoy a one-year Bible. They come in several formats and in various versions, providing a way to read through the entire Bible in a year. The format I'm using this year has a passage from the Old and New Testament, a psalm, and a few verses from Proverbs for each daily reading. Several weeks ago, the reading included Numbers 26, verse 33, which is part of the second census included in the book of Numbers, and it says this, Now Zelophehad, the son of Ephor, had no sons but daughters, and the names of the daughters of Zelophehad were Mala, Noah, Ogla, Micah, and Tirzah. For some reason, that curious little verse caught my attention as I read it back in mid-March, and I remember wondering why that little detail would be included in the list of so many other names. Well, I was quite surprised the next day when I found those same names in the daily reading. Numbers 27 verses 1 through 7 say this, Then drew near the daughters of Zelophehad, son of Ephor, Gilead, son of Machir, son of Manasseh, from the clans of Manasseh, the son of Joseph. The names of his daughters were Mala, Noah, Ogla, Milcah, and Tirzah. And they stood before Moses and before Eliezer, the priest, and before the chiefs and all the congregation at the entrance of the tent of meeting, saying, Our father died in the wilderness. He was not among the company of those who gathered themselves together against the Lord in the company of Korah, but died for his own sin, and he had no sons. Why should the name of our father be taken away from his clan because he had no son? Give to us a possession among our father's brothers. Moses brought their case before the Lord. And the Lord said to Moses, The daughters of Zelophehad are right. You shall give them possession of an inheritance among their father's brothers and transfer the inheritance of their father to them. Well, it turns out the five daughters, the only children of Zelophehad, were in a difficult situation that threatened to prevent their family from having any property of their own when they moved into the promised land. So what did they do? They explained their situation to Moses and the other authorities and asked to be given a portion of land from their uncles. This was quite a bold move for women to make such an appeal regarding land that normally only went to male heirs. It also reflected bold faith on the part of these women because it demonstrated that they were sure the land would be conquered and assigned. We could certainly learn an important lesson from their example, but I think there's something bigger here that God is saying. The little statement in verse 5 of Numbers 27 also caught my attention. It says, Moses brought their case before the Lord. 
Well, here's Moses, the leader of this vast group of people, hearing the case of these five women. He didn't turn them away and apparently didn't try to solve the problem by himself. Instead, he took their case to God. What a wonderful example of a leader who realizes he must depend on God to know how to work with people to find solutions to the problems of life. While these are definitely valuable lessons, I think there's something still even bigger that God is saying. I believe that the bigger lesson is seen in how God responded to Moses after he presented the case of the five women. God heard their case. He didn't dismiss it as insignificant, but instead agreed that provision needed to be made for the women. He gave specific instructions to be applied to this situation and others like it that might come up in the future. Well, so what? Let's consider what this is saying about God and his character. We clearly see here that God cares for every single person. No one is overlooked or insignificant in his sight. He shows no partiality and even included this unique situation in his word, showcasing just how much he cares about each individual, even the ones that the culture might want to ignore. You see, God is at work through the details of life and all the various situations that come up. Interestingly, these same five women show up again at the end of the book of Numbers, revealing that they followed through with the instructions, of God, the instructions God gave them through Moses. It would be quite easy to make these five women into heroic characters with their bold faith, trust in God, and obedience to his instructions. It would also be easy to promote Moses for his leadership skills, but I believe it's clear that there is something much bigger going on. May we not overlook the bigger lesson, the lesson of God, His character, and His ways. Let's not forget that ultimately, God is the hero, the only hero of any story. There are certainly lessons to learn from Moses and the five women, but ultimately, this story is not really about them. This is God's story, and He is the hero. In fact, He's still the hero as He writes the story of your life. Just as he cared for these five women, he cares for you and is at work in the details of your life, too. Let's never forget that every soul is precious to him, and that includes you. Lord, I thank you. I thank you that you're still working through every situation and every detail in our lives. Thank you that no one is insignificant to you, and I praise you because there is no one else like you. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today for Let's Talk. Check out the BFC website or download our new app for more information about the various ministries available for all ages at Bible Fellowship Church. Remember, come what may, God cares about you.